Care for Changing Lives, learning about Hospice Quinty on 91X. I'm Paul Martin from Hospice Quinty. In the digital age, the world seems in many ways to be smaller than ever before. We're constantly bombarded by images and sounds of tragedies from our own backyard, across the province, in other parts of Canada, south of the border in the U.S., and in distant nations around the globe. The ongoing 24-hour news cycle is constantly churning out new and more graphic material every hour of every day, with most of it being seen by some as disturbing and even devastating. For all the progress we've made in the 21st century, there are still many current examples of violence, war, disease, catastrophic accidents, and weather-related tragedies. And whether or not you're dealing with a loss of your own, it can seem overwhelming to be constantly confronted by these horrible events. So the question you have to ask is, how do you cope with tragedy in the news? The first step is to be honest with yourself about your sensitive areas when it comes to current events. It can be useful to sit down and actually make a list of the things that may hit just a little too close to home or are likely to set you off. If you've lost a loved one to cancer, stories or specials about cancer care or treatment or specifically ones about botched or mismanaged procedures may be something to avoid. While some people may find it comforting to hear about other people dealing with the same issues, don't be afraid to say that that just isn't for you or the time may not be right to listen to that kind of story. Whenever you can, use discretion when you're choosing what kind of information you're looking for. You are the audience, and while you don't control the message, you decide what you will or will not choose to read, listen to, or watch. Even within a category of news, there's a wide range of possible stories. A key thing to look for when you're deciding if it's something you can handle is an advisory at the start of the story. If something contains graphic content, the story itself should have a disclaimer that says, contains material that may be either offensive or overly graphic for some viewers. If you're sensitive about the news, this is a good indication you may want to pass on that story. Other versions may not be quite as graphic, and there are usually multiple sources available, even if you have to wait a few hours or a day or two. The problem is you can't really avoid bad news entirely. People like to talk about noteworthy and thus newsworthy events of the day. You may be in a public place where you can't control the TV or the radio. People may even ask you questions about it, and you may feel you have to do some reading on the issue for fear of being somehow out of touch. But then, how do you deal with the anxiety that it causes for you? When you do see or hear something that's disturbing, you should first try to identify why it makes such an impact for you. Does it remind you of something you've experienced or someone you have lost? Do you feel empathy for the people affected by the tragedy? Once you've been exposed to the material, self-awareness is a key step in realizing why you feel the way you do. It may not reduce the anxiety, but at least it gives you a better idea why it's hitting you so hard and why it's causing other emotions like fear or anger. If you can find out more information about the event in question, it's often helpful to learn more about the response to the initial event. For every disaster, there are those seeking to help the people affected. For many crimes, there's an investigation which often leads to an arrest. When people are suffering, heroes will sometimes rise to take up the mantle of the downtrodden. News features today often include a focus on the emergency responders, the police, the firefighters, the military, the neighbors, the person who stepped in and literally saved lives. While those stories cannot erase the tragedy, they can renew our faith in the human spirit. Even better, there may be information on how you can take action and what you can do to help. When fires ravaged Fort McMurray, Alberta, 
people sent supplies and donated money to help. When there was a mass shooting at Stoneman Douglas High School in Florida, people rallied to lobby for stricter gun laws. Doing something to make a difference can be the best way to make sense of the tragedy by taking action to help those affected and, in some cases, help prevent it from happening again. And whenever possible, try to find someone to talk to, someone you can trust and who will listen, and perhaps share some of your concerns and views. Friends and family are often some of our most important resources, and while there are times when they may not want to talk about these things either, you may be surprised at how willing they are to step up and help. Hospice Quinty offers bereavement support groups that are structured to support those who have suffered the loss of a loved one. Key topics covered include understanding the grief experience, handling difficult emotions involved with grief, and managing the stress of change. Learn more by visiting hospicequinty.ca and listen for new information each week at this time on Alternative Radio 91X.